I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Yeah, I don't know if you've been watching this on RTE this evening, but the la- latest episode just finished up there a few moments ago. It's RTE's Hell Week, something that a lot of people would love to try their hand at. It looks one of those things where it looks like, yeah, you might be able to do that. Mm. But this uh, season, they're doing it um, with a lot of different Irish personalities and celebrities who are raising money for various different charities and they're being put through their paces. So it's military-style training. It's probably even worse than boot camp training. I think it's ra- ranger or marine training. It's horrific. It's designed to break you down. It's designed to find really how tough or weak you are and to see how far you can go in the uh, series. And joining us live on the line now this evening after the latest episode just wrapped up. She's a professional dancer. She is... uh, Some of the photos that she's even released online from the series show how broken and exhausted that she looked. But Laura Nolan, how are you? How's it going? Laura, it is literally hell on earth. Oh my God, it is. And what you see on the TV, obviously it can't show you everything. But it was actually worse. And I'm not going to lie, it was worse than what it looks like. Uh, As I said, I've always thought of myself as I'd like, I'd be able to do that like a stupid lad. But then I kind of deep down inside know that I'd give up after like five minutes. Yeah. Can you explain, you know, to people who have yet to see it, what are some of the things that you are being put through? So we had to jump out of a helicopter. We arrived only like a few hours and immediately... We were told to strip off. We're absolutely freezing cold. Um, we had to jump off a bridge. We had to save bodies from a burn- burning building. But, you know, it's not only the challenges that are tough. What's also tough is what's in between the challenges. You know, they're constantly coming in. If you look at them in a certain way, they kept telling me I was eyeballing them, which I, I don't know, but I, they kept catching me eyeballing them. So I ended up with this deathly stare. But anyway, um, they punish you. So you're constantly lifting up your weapon, which is around 10 kg or so, and you're holding it out in front of you. Then you have to go to the spell, which is down this tunnel of doom. That's the only way I can describe it. Ring a bell at the end. And it was around, for me, it seemed like a thousand steps. But afterwards, they told us around 200 steps back up to the top. And you have to get up there in like a minute. So, and if you didn't, everyone got punished. So it was things like this. That was really hard. So you're constantly on edge as well. Plus, you're not getting hardly any sleep. You're not you're not really getting fed. So it's just, it accumulates over the days and you end up exhausted. Like you're really stripped as a person. You're not even a name anymore. All you are is a number. So 
you really feel raw, vulnerable, and you have to really dig yourself out of deep places to get through it. Now, it was definitely one of the toughest things I've ever done in my life. Like, 100% the hardest thing I've done. But at the same time, I looked back and I was like, wow, that was an unbelievable experience. Like, I did things that I'll never do again. And I did it willingly so, but this time I'd be like, no, never do that again. <laughs> what, was the actual, yeah. what was the actual worst part, though, of it all? Do you know what? I think it was what we saw tonight. So we were asleep around 20 minutes. So we had two people at a time guarding the us sleeping. So they're on patrol. And I had gone back. I was the first to do it. So it was the first night that we did it. And I think I was around... 10 minutes of sleep and they woke us up with they threw fireworks into the room oh my and god and they had this like operatic music so loud and then they were like get off like screaming at us I actually was in such shock that I didn't even know what was going on to be honest and sometimes like I'm even looking at my facial expressions on it and I'm like what was even going through your mind and to be honest I don't know like then all of a sudden we were told to strip we were thrown into this freezing cold well and then straight after that, brought upstairs in the dark to do a PT log session, like these massive, big, long logs. And we had to like push them over our heads, to squat. Oh, it was grim. Like every challenge that we did was difficult, but there was something that you could look back on and laugh at. For instance, last week we saw um, Derek, uh, the weatherman number nine, and Andrew Trimble rolling down the hill and they got sick and they had to put it back in their pocket. <laughs> And we were all like afterwards, we were thinking of these moments, laughing, you know. But that moment of when we were doing that log session, I was like, there's literally nothing to laugh about. It's grim. Between that and scratch. And obviously when I was going across the rope as well, that was probably my worst, my hardest moment. What What was the rope? So we had to drag ourselves underneath water and then we had a a long 50-foot rope that we had to pull ourselves over but what happened was nobody realised and I didn't realise that I didn't have a life jacket on and I forgot that I had my belly piercing in so I was halfway across the rope and I realised that right this is grand thought I was brilliant because I was doing the right technique like good technique number one and I was thinking absolutely yes I'm getting this I'm so good halfway across realised shit this is way harder than I thought because I could feel the burn my body was wet from being under the water I had no life jacket on to protect me. Plus, my belly piercing was getting stuck on the rope. <laughs> and oh I, God. the pain, I screamed. I screamed so much that I actually knew when I got to the other side that I actually sounded like I was giving birth on the rope. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, screamed. But I got to the other side. Like, for me, that was a big, like, a defying moment because I pushed myself. Yeah. Laura, was that you know? rope is like horizontal left to right kind of thing you're dragging yourself over upside exactly. down or exactly it's horizontal and at the end there was a little incline to uh, get to okay. so it's basically like from one pier to the other right yeah and they tied it on so you're pulling yourself on the top and they gave you a certain techniques to do it and if you fell off you have to start all over again so you have to go under oh. the water and then back over now I was taking so long when I was on the rope that Derek was behind me and I was like I'm so sorry Derek I'm so sorry but I am not giving up he was hanging upside down with his <laughs> with his laces tied to the rope 
And they were like, let go, number nine. And he was like going into the water with his head. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. He wouldn't let go. <laughs> and behind him, Barry Murphy, who's number 15 on the show, is hanging there just waiting. And he was like, I can't move. I have nothing. Like, you know, so the moments like that you miss, but like it was very funny at the same time, thinking of Derek upside down, almost like dying with trying to keep on, but just can't, you know. How long were you there for the whole time, like? So the experience was a week long. So that's obviously broken up into all different parts. Um, The first show was only halfway through day one. Then the second show you saw day day one, the end of day one, into the morning of day two. Right, okay. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's so long. I'll never forget that first day that we got up at four o'clock in the morning and we were brought down onto this beach and you're told to walk into the water. And from that that moment on, we didn't stop until two o'clock that morning. Oh. I didn't realise how many hours of the day there actually was until... Also about 20 hours I, straight. Yeah. Jeez. Like, and this is the thing, you can't even rest, you know, because they can come in any time. You have to stand to attention. They're then punishing you. And especially the first day, we were going around like headless chickens. <laughs> we were like rats on wheels. We hadn't got a clue what was going on. They were like, pack this bag, pack that bag. I remember in the, on the first day, I couldn't even put my helmet on. It wouldn't clip in. I don't know what was wrong with it. And I had to keep turning to Mark, who was number two on my side, being like, Siri, I know you're a bit busy, but can you clip my helmet in, please? <laughs> I actually couldn't do it. I don't know what it was. Eventually, I got the hang of it for them. Uh, like, just things like that, stupid things that you look back on and you're like, what was I even doing? You um, know? Um, can you, who left this evening's episode? Who, who was booted out of this evening's episode? So, actually, nobody left this evening. So, it was the first episode uh. that nobody was booted out of. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the challenges that we saw tonight was, um, you know... If, even if you pass them or you didn't, you didn't get boosted out. And thankfully, even in the challenges that you could, nobody nobody quit. Everyone everyone did it, you know. So we didn't lose anybody tonight. It was actually, it was very funny though. It was a very, very funny episode, watching everybody's face. Tonight we saw what I was telling you about when they woke us up in the morning and we got thrown into the well. But I just, Plus, I can't imagine, I'm trying to, like I can kind of half imagine mm. that. I've been woken up in, in shock before, you know, on holidays and your mates are taking the piss, whatever, and you're just... <gasps> Like, like the other night, I was snoring right loudly, mm-hmm. and herself was beside me and tried to gently pat my head and go, "Shut the up, all right." Just, just you know, kind of quietly, kind of go, "Stop snoring." Yeah. And I had a panic attack. I was like, "What was that? Oh my god!" Right. And that was just a quiet little shut up snoring. I can imagine if you're exhausted, twenty yeah. hours on your feet, and now there's opera music and bangers getting thrown into you. How much of a heart attack that you would have? Oh, literally, I actually hadn't got a clue what was going on when the music yeah. came in. I was, you know, when some sounds go into a dream. And yeah. did you just start exactly. dancing then? You just went to autopilot and started dancing <laughs> exactly. around the room? <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I wish. You know, that would be brilliant. I remember when I was going in initially, I was thinking, right, on our downtime, I'll get everyone up and we can do a bit of a dance. <laughs> Not a chance. Downtime. <laughs> downtime. Dancing. You needed to save your energy. But when you left, when you went home, were you waking up with severe anxiety that, you know, you thought someone was going to just jump into your room and yeah. wake you up? Yeah, it did take a, few, a while now to kind of settle down. I found myself sweating during the night. Yeah. Um, I did have a bit of post-traumatic stress, definitely, for a couple of days. <laughs> I was My boyfriend was beside me in the bed, and I remember just saying, like, saying to him, stop, 
stop and he's like okay Laura relax like you're at home now would you, <laughs> you know? would you find it funny if let's say this evening he came back with a load of black hats and just let them off in the room in the middle of the night and then put on a load of opera music just to wake you up like are you at the stage where you'd laugh or would you kill him no I'd actually kill him yeah. I'd kill him <laughs> I'd be like how dare you <laughs> yeah. what who do you think I am <laughs> I don't blame you for one second so are you going to challenge yourself again are you going to do anything similar oh Jesus no like I'm delighted I did it. It was definitely once in a once in a lifetime thing, but I would never do it again. Like never. It was too difficult. It was it was grim. It was brilliant. I found a lot out about myself, and I met amazing people who I'd call friends for life now. But at the same time, I've done it now. I think it's a one one off thing. Yeah, it's kind of, it's never it's not going to be something like. <clears throat> If you ever done a 10k race or something or 20k where if you train for it you'll actually mm. start to enjoy it it doesn't sound like you could ever enjoy this I at all I don't think so do you know what there was no type of training that you could do we had an idea of certain things that could come up from watching previous seasons of yeah. it um, but no matter how much training you did it was just so many things added together the mental the physical the no sleep the no eating you could never prepare yourself for it You could, like obviously to do it you have to be a certain you had to have a certain amount of physicality or, you know, fitness. But you could, I think adrenaline took over a lot of the time. And you, you did things to, that you it? never thought that you would. Yeah. I think in a good way, it was probably good that you had no idea what you're getting in for. Well, this is the thing, you see. So I had this opinion. I was like, no, do you know what? I don't want to watch any previous series of this or episodes of it because I'd rather go in blind and just deal with it when it comes to me. I would rather that I wouldn't be thinking of it, you know, or some of them did. Some of them knew what was kind of coming up or knew about scratch or knew about, you know, uh, jumping off a bridge or something like that, where I didn't. So I was almost like, don't tell me, I actually don't want to know. I'd rather go in, you know, not knowing these things. So that was, uh, for me, that was way easier instead of knowing, because I think a lot of them who did almost freak themselves out and thought about it too much and overthought the situation that it actually made it work. Yeah. Yeah, you, you'd tie, yeah. yeah. I just wonder how you would train for that. You, you, you 100% couldn't. couldn't. You literally couldn't. Uh, but listen, fair play is that I'd love to, I have this idea in my head that I'd be able to do it, but I think if push came to shove, I'd be like, nah, i just crawl, you know, roll over in a ball and start crying day one, being like, no, I need my sleep. I'm going home. I yeah. need my sleep right now. I can't operate. But I know the um, the whole thing has obviously been done to raise funds for your selected charity. You're doing it for women's aid. Isn't that correct? I am indeed. I am indeed. It's a great cause and especially through lockdown, you know, mm. their numbers have really upped. So I thought it would be the perfect time to do it for such an amazing charity. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so listen, if you want to donate, you can do so. You can text recruit followed by number one, which is Laura's Hell Week number to 50300. And uh, you can tune in. It'll be next Wednesday night at half night to see how the rest of them get on. But uh, Laura, listen, thanks a million for popping on. Fair play to you. And, Thanks um, very much for having me. You have convinced us yet again to, to never, never do this. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> oh, I think you should do it. Yeah. Cormac, you do it. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll I'm, do it next I'm year. Already, yep. Cormac, I'm already waiting for this year for your charity fundraiser. You've got to pull yourself up a rope or something. I'll, do you know what, Laura? Me and you can, can get mentor. the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can be the mentor. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm, I can do this stuff now, you know? Yeah, she'll be a mentor. Like, she'll be firing black hats at me on opera music in the middle of the night going, Laura, we didn't agree to this. She's like, shut up! Just keep doing it. I'll go all DS on you. That's the thing. Afterwards, I keep saying to everybody, look, 
I've done Hell Week. I can do anything. So you better watch out, Cormac. I'm oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll, I'll go out and the car tires are sliced and she's like, it's a challenge. you got to figure out how to get challenge home. Challenge accepted. Car's on fire. Do it. All right. Uh, listen, Laura, thanks a million for popping on. Uh, very best luck with the, the rest of the stuff and the rest of the week or whatever. And uh, we'll chat to you again soon. Thanks very much. Take it easy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye. Yeah, and I, I just... I just thought it was all scripted initially. I thought, you know what? It's a good way to get your profile out there, you know, and <laughs> you, you do this kind yourself, of... yourself, yeah, sacrifice yourself. My God, it What'd sounds you do? horrendous. Never. I would never do anything that caused me discomfort. Anything. I won't have a cold shower. We'll I change won't, no, all of that. I won't even sea swim. I don't like anything that makes me cold or miserable. Lady of luxury. Yes, big time. Lady of luxury. Uh, all right, that was uh, Laura Known from. She's a dancer, professional dancer. You would have seen her on Dancing with the Stars and she's on the Hell Week that's Wednesday's RT and it's just mad. Um, absolutely gruelling stuff that they put through. Still to come before the end of the show, by the way, you're going to hear from a psychologist who specialises in gaming. So if you were told by your parents that gaming would turn you into a loner, psychopathic, violent killer because you were playing things like Grand Theft Auto or uh, Warzone, what does the research say? Well, the research says it's absolute BS. So we'll be chatting to uh, a, a psychologist in this area, Dr. Rachel uh, Coate, who has been looking into the positive benefits of gaming that you can use to go back to like herself, himself and the parent and say, no, 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 actually, wedding or weddings, um, gaming is actually really, really good for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.